Ooh, it is freezing outside. Hola Fabiano, hola, hola, hola. Good evening, guys. Good evening. How are we doing? Um, yo, it's a whole day. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I am good, man. I'm good. How are you, Fabiano? I've been pronouncing your name correctly, man. Um, I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> I'm a bit nervous. Um, yeah, I'm just waiting for the other guys, and I'm kind of sitting up. I've got my tripod getting ready. Um, so, yeah, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Bum, bing. It's the most wonderful time. It's the most wonderful time. You know, I'm breaking rule number one, 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 um, of getting on the lives. Crazy fat unicorn. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Um. Fabiano sends and greetings to all. I'm doing good. How are you? No stress. No stress. The nerves will pass. Yeah. <sighs> I'm calm. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for... Hello. Hello, Ashley. I'm waiting for the other guys just to jump in. And uh, <laughs> I'm really nervous. Like, I'm really... I guess this is... Like, it reminds me of the first live. Where I was just really, really nervous, but like, okay, um, yeah, let me share this to the other guys so that they know that we're all in, uh, except, hola, 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 and I just got a sorry, I just got a sorry message, somebody's saying sorry already, to do this, but I'm, Hello. 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 How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm coming now. Okay, no problem. Uh-uh. 
Why does it feel like you're fetching files? Hey, Samantha, how are you doing? Guys, um, so yesterday, you know, after yesterday's live, I got this um, warning sign about curveball questions. So none of you guys are allowed to ask any. So I'm just telling the guys that yesterday I got this message, you know, this alert about curveball message, about curveball questions. Yeah. Um, so um, we're not allowed to mm -hmm. ask any curveball questions. Apparently they do, um, you know, kind of go across with the under 18 thing. So um, you guys are not allowed to ask any curveball questions today. So it's a whole thing. How are you, Ashley? I think... I'm getting you, Demi. I think we can ask curveball questions, but it's the way we interpret it and the way we word it. You're not He's getting out of it, Demi. Absolute nonsense. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Zakir, welcome, man. Demi. Welcome, guys. Um, I love can your I just, hair. Can what you guys see? This is not red hair. Yeah, yeah, I just washed it. It looks nice and curly. Is that brown hair? Sorry, by any chance, is it brown? It's curly, no, it's not curly. Oh, Your Um, Crazy Fat Unicorn says it looks orbit. What is orbit? What's orbit? Oh, shade of brown. I wear my second. Let me read that. <laughs> oh, oh my, ma. You have beautiful hair. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's Thank wet. You. Oh. Sorry, I have to say this. You uh -huh. see, Baba, I still skirt skirt, ne? He was laughing at our video, bro. Oh God. Okay. Guys, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Aiden, are you recording? I'm ready. No, I said, I told you what we're going to do, bro. Oh, oh, okay. With cool. regards to recording, I'm going to jump yeah. on yours and then take it from you. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, guys. But Aiden, you, you, still need to die, you still need to upload Mondays. Monday, Tuesday. No, no, I've got permission to go and do his profile today. So, yeah. Good evening, Zakir. So Good evening. How are you tomorrow man? morning? So tutti. Huh? Super Kadim, whatever your name is, I'm going to mute you if you're going to continue talking crap. What's a tutti? Mtondo. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, we are not here to show such. Ay, 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 ay. What is wrong with you? There's this amazing place called Something Hub. If you would like to see such, please go there. Um, you will definitely find them in their multitudes. We we are not about that here. Um, so yeah, a very good evening to everyone. My name is Dumisani, and um, I am a member of Pillow Talk. And uh, who's doing the cues tonight? I am. I am really excited to be doing um, tonight's live session. Um, we are definitely going to 
during Big O Live or Monkey App. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, welcome to another, welcome to another episode of Hello Talk. Um, it is episode number eight, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm super excited. I'm not alone. I'm with the ever so beautiful redhead Ashley. Would you like to introduce I'm yourself? I'm not redhead. Oh, sorry. Oh no, my God, my beautiful humans. Um, my name's Ashley, and a member of Pillow Talk. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm excited to get, I'm excited to get into tonight's questions and fire back some questions that Demi was so eager to fire at us this week. Um, but I'm also very excited I did not fire any to... I did not fire any questions. I was genuinely asking from the bottom of my heart. Guys, if you're listening, um, this week we've been doing a get together, a get to know each other. And we've been doing a whole week of just getting to know each other. Um, so if you guys would like to definitely know more about each and every one of the members of Pillow Talk, um, episode three was Ashley, episode four was Aiden, episode five was Donna, episode six was Zakir, and episode seven um, is definitely going to be um, MoMA. So uh, we're super excited about that. And... Uh, <laughs> No, I'm kidding, guys. Episode seven is definitely on me. So, um, yeah, if you have any questions, do me that you before feel we like start. Not asked, sure. Can I just tell you something? I need to share it with you. I yes. have got my last meeting with the company on Monday at five. Okay. That is great news. That is great news. So you are on stage last. I am. Fingers. And toes crossed. Fingers and toes. Yes. Indeed. Yes, man. All the all the best. All the best. Hey, how's 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 my best friend doing? I haven't seen her. How is she? Did she just freeze? Sorry, say again. How is? How is my best friend doing? How is she? Oh, she's, she's, um, sorry, I was just trying to, I was reading a message, but I'll get to that just now. Um, she's good. She's going to her dad tomorrow, so she's very oh. excited. Uh -huh. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Tell her I miss her. Tell her I Tell her. Um, yeah. Hello. Okay, guys, let's get into this. Be more. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome once again. Uh, Welcome to Sam. Sam, thank you. I see you there. Shahid, I see you. Good evening as well. Um, who am I missing? Uh, uh, Zakir is here tonight, guys. Um, Shahida is here. Uh, guys, what happened to Shepard? Like, Shepard has been MIA. He's in Durban. He's in Durban. Oh. Oh. Okay, okay. Crazy Fact Unicorn, welcome. Thank you for joining. Um, Fabio Faber, Zero. Thank you for joining. You and I are enemies because, like, we're competing for a friend. Um... <laughs> but um, yeah, welcome to everybody here. Um, I'm I'm genuinely like, honestly, tonight I'm actually very nervous. Uh, oh, thank you for joining. Um, welcome to Pillow Talk. 
and Crazy Bear Unicorn. Um, no, not yes. enemies with Welcome. you. Just baby. Okay, guys. <laughs> I'm ready. So you ready, do me? Yeah, bar. Yeah, bar. Okay, Let's do cool. this. So I think how we've started, how we've started all the the Q and A's this week is basically take us back to. From where you can remember, like give us a brief little summary of who Dumi was and and your upbringing and where you were, like and how you got to where you are today. All right. Um, like I said, and like most of us don't know, my name is Dumi Sani and I am 30 years old. Um, I was born in Barakwanath Hospital, and um, yeah, like I was born in Soweto. Um, I was born in one when legends were born on the 1st of October. So if you guys are thinking of any gifts next year, I would love a PlayStation 6. I'm just saying a PlayStation 6 if they do launch one. But um, yeah, I was born on the 1st of October. And um, I was born to a lady named, named Namsa and a gentleman, very handsome gentleman who I take after named Moses and um, yeah that guy could you know he could open stuff like he could split stuff up because my mom said yes you know and um, I was confused and like I was like I, I, I came up from a very very odd family if I must like um, I love this about my, 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 my upbringing my dad was an uneducated man um, he was you know, he's, I think he, he grew up in a farm. Um, he comes from a place called Ermelo in Bumalanga. And, you know, he's, he was from a polygamous family where his father, my grandfather, had two wives. And, you know, which meant, like, I've got a lot of aunts and uncles. And, um, you know, there was not much opportunity for them to go to school. And school was far. So I'm literally that stereotype where, like, my parents would be like, well, my dad would be like, you know, we would have to walk like seven kilometers to get to school. So you just had constant blah, blah, blah. I'm one Excuse of those me. people whose um, parents were that story. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I grew up with that. Um, I come from a family of two brothers and two half-sisters. Um, my, my one half-sister passed away in 2006, 2007. And um, I'm left with an older half sister and um, two brothers. Um, let me see. Uh, the, the the young well the, the earliest memory I remember of myself is actually at preschool when I was um, still in Bumalanga and my you know my, my, my mom was working in Joburg my dad was living in Bumalanga and you know we'd have to do that up and down and up and down and. Um, yeah, like I was very, like I was, I was the kid who was always very flamboyant and very loud and all of those things. And, um, you know, I was, I was like the prototype, if you were to say, like, like if I'm to say that in the sense that, like, I was my, my, my older brother, because it was just the two of us at the time, my half sister was living with my grand and um, my older brother was already in school in Malanga and I was, you know, the first kid to come and study in Joburg or to go to school in Joburg, which is preschooling here, 
And, mm. you know, I was like that trophy kid who was like, hey, look, he can talk English. He can talk English, you know, and um, it was a whole thing. But um, with time, it, it drew me apart with my dad because um, there was like a huge communication barrier. Um, I started learning a lot of English and I started using a lot of English. And I don't know, but it pulled us apart and we never got along. And yeah, after that, like my parents decided in 1998 for some odd reason not to use protection. And my younger brother was born. Like that flippant thing was born, you know, and I had competition. You know, baby, if you've watched Baby Boss, um, I literally became that other kid in Baby Boss because like I'd watch my parents, like I'd watch my parents give attention to my younger brother and like it became a thing and, 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 and I always, I've always loved attention and, you know, like going through the ways, all this attention, why is it not coming to me suddenly? create this young little enemy in my younger brother and you know with time um i learned that you know i needed to become big brother and you know my mom was like my mom's a teacher so she would always be at work and my dad was like in construction so he would leave like during the week like he'd leave on sunday and come back on friday and during the week it just meant that it was us and my mom and you know, during the during those times, my, my older brother was a soccer fanatic and hit my soccer. And after school, it meant that I came back from school and I looked after my baby brother. So I was that guy. Excuse me, I was that guy. Um, I was also the like I was also the black sheep of the family because I was not a very um, like I wasn't. I've always been an introvert, but like it's always conflicted itself in a certain degree because. Um, I loved, like, I was a very public person, but at the same time, I was very shy when you got to know me on a personal level, you know. Um, I I've always loved music. I remember times when um, cassettes were still a thing. Like, I'm, I'm from that generation. And I used to listen to cassettes, and I would listen to cassettes of, like, um, Dolly Parton, um, Penny Rogers, um, you name it, I was there, you know. And when other kids were playing soccer and when other kids were doing other stuff outside, I was inside listening to music and I was inside listening to the radio. And, you know, that's where the passion for music began. And I just loved music and how it could tell so many stories. And the, the, the medium of English itself, you know, became even a bigger tool for me because, like, um, I learned of, you know, uh, puns and satire whilst other kids were still playing the kicking ball. And I was like, I can use this. I could use this, you know, and I became that kid who was very, um, you know, because I would, I, I would use satire on other kids and they'd be like, why are you, why are you saying it like that? And they didn't understand sarcasm and, you know, I, which kind of put me on a very, very awful place because I think that's where the judgmental, that intellectual judgmental state came in my life because I always thought I was better than other kids. Um, and I isolated and secluded myself from other kids' self, you know. Um, and I always thought, like, I was different. I always felt different. And it kind of rooted from just being, like, not playing with other kids, not being around other kids, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, like, I've always loved music. Um, I'm, from, I'm from a very Christian background. Um, my dad and my mom introduced us to church at a very young age. And I was like, I was a staunch Christian. 
I did church Monday to Sunday. Sunday to Sunday, I was at church. And I was in the church band from the age of 12. I was in the youth band. And I guess that's kind of coming from the love of music thing. And throughout my teenagehood, I was in the church band. And yeah, at the age of 21, I'd never drank before. I'd never done anything before that was outside of Christianity because that's what I grew up in. And at the age of 21, um, I left home and I went to live in Pretoria. And that was when I first smoked my first plant of, um, you know, the green beans. And um, things changed because at that age, you know, <laughs> at that age, that's when I felt like a rebel. I was far away from home and I felt like, you know, this guy in the sky is not really seeing me because nobody knows me. And I got adventurous and I had my first drink at the age of 21. Um, and yeah, things took a turn for the different because I'd been, like I'd grown up in, in, in a Christian background. I grew up understanding that, you know, you have to pray to God for whatever and God will give you. And, and when I was 17, turning 18, um, I hit a rock bottom because I failed my matric. And that was the first time in my entire life I'd ever failed. Um, and it hit so hard that I'd never failed in primary school. I'd never failed in high school. And just as I was about to leave school, that's when I failed. And I couldn't go back to school. And, you know, at that time, there wasn't the, you can repeat your grade 12 at school thing. And I was just thrown out at the deep end and I couldn't do anything about it. And, um, yeah, I did my, I, I rewrote my matric at Star Schools and Vids. And I was like, whoa, I love it. And then I was, then I failed it and I had to read it again. And 2013, um, 2012, that's when I went to Pretoria. I was redoing my matric for the third time. And that's when I was like, you know what? Screw this whole concept of theology. Screw this whole concept of who this divine power is. You know, I'm going to rebel. Because like, either way, you know, I've been faithful. I've been all these things and I'm not getting anything. You know, I've asked him, I've sought, you know, there's a scripture that says, seek ye first the kingdom of the sky and all these things shall be added unto you. And I felt that I sought all these, you know, I sought him first and I placed him first in my life. And, you know, instead of me finding him, you know, I found failure and I found hurt and I found disappointment. And I was like, you know what, screw all of this. And at the age of 21, I was like, you know what, I'm done. I'm going to rebel. And I drank and I smoked and it just opened up a whole new can of worms. And eventually I passed and I went to um, university and the Northwest University in Val Triangle. And yeah, I studied psychology there and it was meant to be fun. I loved, I loved understanding people and I loved understanding how people work and I did sociology and I did communications and I was like, I love this, I love this, I love this, I love this. Um, you know, and sorry, Aiden, I wasn't seeing you there. And, you know, because of the lifestyle that I was now introduced to, you know, the switch from being a staunch Christian to the extreme opposite of being like a, 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 a complete drunkard and a complete user of, um, you know, substances. Um, my grades and my love for psychology took a dip. Um, you know, it meant that there were times where I wasn't going to lectures. Uh, it meant that there were times where I was um, literally skipping classes for a whole 
week because I was getting high and I was getting drunk. And, you know, <clears throat> it became a whole lifestyle for me. Um, and within that, you know, like within that, I still had the, I want to succeed and I want to be better. And um, I became part of the school's SRC. And within that, like, you know, that's where it became really hectic because I got introduced to public relations. And I was like, I love communication. I love communication. I only do communications now from psychology. And, you know, I was like, no, communication is not my thing. I love psychology still. You know, and I, I was at a point where I wanted to diverge into communications. So I was like, nah, I love psychology. You know, the reason why I got into this was because of psychology. And I got back, you know, and I redid my final year because, like, it kicked the shit out of me. My final year kicked the shit out of me. And, you know, once again, like, I failed my matric. I felt like at the end of my studies again, you know, when everything was supposed to be complete, I was, you know, I was at the one, I was the one that was left at that edge and I couldn't jump off. I couldn't do anything and I had to redo it. And, you, yeah, that's oh. where my, my drug addiction became very, very intense. And um, it became very worse, you know, like I became horrible. I started lying. I started losing the sense of this bubbly person that I was. I started becoming very doubtful of myself. And I think I planted my own seed of anxiety in my life because I started second guessing myself and you know I, I wanted to do so many things and I was so addicted to the internet because Facebook was a thing in 2013, 2014, 2015 and you know I was just getting so lost in all these conspiracy theories and all these different things that people were saying about the internet at the time that I lost who I was you know and I, I forgot my own voice and I became so lost in my head that you know, I drowned myself in, in, in my addiction, you know, and, you know, fast forward to last year, um, last year, November, um, I started working and very fortunately, I started working for a family member and it was fun. You know, they put me into something that was way out of my league and I was like, hey, I'm going to do this. But it was, you know, it, it felt like high school and it still does. It feels like high school you know, 2.0, because you still get the people who are bullies at work, you still get the people who are the clowns, you still get the people who are the gossips, and you still get the people who are the nerds and the hard workers, and I got into that environment with all that shit and all the nonsense that I come with from varsity, and I expected things to be just theory, and it wasn't, and it broke me, because it was so much more competition, it meant people were you know, living double standards. And that's why I don't like adults. Adults are liars, you know. Um, you know, adults will say one thing and do the total opposite. Um, I am currently, when I started, when I started Crazy Fat Unicorn, I'm seeing you, when I started, um, I was a production planner, which meant that, you know, when components come in, I needed to mark them and say, this one's quoted, this one's not quoted. Um, you know, this one's a breakdown and give them job allocation numbers and ensure that the coding's done and I had to, like I was thrown in the deep end with, with Excel, you know, Excel, Excel docs, I was thrown into the deep end with that and I was like, what the heck is this? You know, I was doing theories about um, people, I was doing theories about positiveness and whatever and I was just thrown into a maths and science 
Um, long story short, um, I was then shifted into the human resources department and it was a shift into something that sounded a bit more, um, a bit more me, you know, because it meant I was working with people and I loved it, you know, but at the same time, that was the peak of my addiction. And I was screwing up everything. I was lying about everything. I was um, completely messing up everything. Um, you know, um, and even with things- So Demi, before you, be, sorry. Sure, sure. Before, before you go on, because I see you reading the questions in the comments and just taking, I just want to say that when you were sharing on, you know, on growing up in that, like what I really like about when you talk and when you share your truth, is how you so openly share the good and the bad, the highs and the lows. Like I think, you know, so it's we're so quick to, you know, just dive in on all the negative that we've been through and all the hardships that we've experienced. And what I like about you is that you you draw in on the good. You know, you like suck in on the the positive things that have happened to you. Um, and, you know, when you touched on how you are an introvert, the comments were going a little bit crazy because they were like, you know, you're an, you're an extrovert. <laughs> and I think it's, 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 it's so easy to, to, you know, just accept, or, accept someone how they portray themselves the first time you meet someone. Um, you know, yeah. like it's, it's that mask, like, you know, I'm not saying you fake or anything like that, but it's, it's how you protect yourself <laughs> yeah. you know so I think yeah. I think that is very like I mean I've seen the very quiet do me and I've seen the like you know the outgoing do me and I think like I'm grateful that I've been able to see that side of you you know like Thank but anyways you. I just wanted to say that, that you, is, sorry, you that can carry so, on that is so beautiful <laughs> that is so oh my god guys like you know, you know, Ash, with that being said, you know, I, I remember when, like, the, you know, I became, like, how do I say this? Like I said, I'm, I, I sometimes think I'm both, like an introvert and an, out, and, and an extrovert, in the sense that, like, when I do go quiet, I go really quiet, you know, and I, and I, and for, like, during my days of active addiction, that's what became, you know, who I was. I just became this shielded person who's very quiet, who's scared of people and, 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 and the only way that I could feel like I felt I could talk and I could be me was when I was drinking, was when I was under, in, uh, you know, under the influence of drugs. And, you know, I lost the sense that I could be me at any time. Um, and <clears throat> yeah, it, 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 you know, it is, it has been a journey because like I, I've started learning to be, just, you know, um, one of the things that I've learned, I guess, in the last year was that um, it's okay to feel an emotion, you know, um, it's okay to be sad, you know, because if you're not going to be sad, what's going to happen to that sadness? It's just going to rot and it's going to turn bitter and it's going to turn sour and it's going to turn into envy and hatred and whatever. And it's going to pop and burst into something else. And, you know, um, being able to express an emotion has been something that I truly do enjoy now. Um, well, not all the time, because like, you know, the positive emotions, that's fine. Let's do that. Yay. The sad emotions, I feel like the whole world is just going to cave in on me. I'm going to 
going to die. And, 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 and you know, I'm very fortunate. Um, during that time, that's when I met one of the best people who have been literally a big brother to me, literally a, a, a friend, literally a true friend. <clears throat> because during that time, I got to know myself for myself. Um, I, I, you know, I became very honest with myself and I learned that, you know, Dumsani is like, I'm a Libra. Let me say this, guys. I'm a Libra, you know, so because I'm a Libra, I love balance, you know, and I've got a big heart. I love both girls and I love both guys. So like, you know, when I then had to accept the fact that I am bisexual and I love both girls and guys. Um, I felt like the world would just push me away and people would hate me and they'd be like, oh, you're going to hell. And the actual realization was that I was the one that was judging myself more than anybody else, you know. And I remember, you know, coming to my friend and being like, hey, bro, you know, this is the situation. I actually like both girls and boys. And, you know, he was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, he he didn't give me that oh okay you know there was no judgment whatsoever and there was the most honest person i could feel at that time because i was very vulnerable i was very raw you know i just come out to myself and i just needed to accept myself and that person was there to love me when i couldn't love myself and he was like hey man let's continue so what you know and yeah, yeah i've never looked back since um it's been a hell of a journey um i love food um i really love food um i think i'm very what's your favorite about... food what is your favorite food <laughs> like like if you could choose one like are you i know you threw the this question at me but if you could if there was only like everything was going to a ball of shit and this was given okay do me like no let me put it this way what would be your last meal on earth um, it's tricky, right? It's tricky. My like, <laughs> it is. It, it's very tricky, and I'll tell you why, right? If it was my last meal, my last meal would be where Zakir works, right? But that is not like my ultimate favorite. <laughs> I know you too well, dude. That is that is not my favorite favorite meal. Um, I'm I'm a like I'm a I'm a traditionalist at heart, and I know this sounds so controversial, you know, but I'm a traditional at heart. I, I love simple things, you know. And my favorite meal of all times is actually, um, as you guys would call it, cremel pap with sour milk, you know, um, which is we call it uput, you know. I I I love it. I I, I absolutely adore it. Um, but um, Diego, thank you for joining. Hi, man. Um, yeah, that is that is my favorite meal. So if that was the last, like if that was the last meal I was to have, I definitely think um, it would be McDonald's. But my favorite meal is the food. Um, <laughs> Sam. So Sam wants to know: Have you work. ever stolen a pen from work? <laughs> many a times. Many a times. That is so funny. I think. Pins are the pins are the currency of the workplace, you know. <laughs> pins, teaspoons, those are the currency at work. 
you know, like if you don't have a teaspoon, you're screwed the whole day because how the heck are you going to have coffee? And if you don't have a pen, like, uh, <laughs> no, Sam, I'm not that guy. Like, I'm, 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 I'm a survivor to a certain degree. <laughs> um, so, um, I'm just going to go to Zakir here. He says, so to me, told me because you asked me this question whole last night, I'm assuming, what did you look, huh? Um, okay. I see thingy was disconnected there for a second. I'm just getting my glasses because I'm also blind. Uh, so do me, tell me, because you asked me this question, hold last night, who did you look up to as a kid? Who? Um, let me try and remember guys. Oh, oh, so let me say this guys. Um, you know, I come from a very, it's not very, but it's like, I come from a multiracial area where it was like Africans and Indians, right? And, you know, I think because Mahatma Gandhi came from, you know, he, when he came to South Africa, he came to Durban. And then when he was hiding, whatever, whatever, he came to Lanesia and that's how Lanesia South was born. Um, there's this whole big thing about Mahatma Gandhi. Um, so as a kid growing up, Mahatma Gandhi was a huge, had a huge impact in my life, um, especially because everybody African was going on about um, Nelson Mandela, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, boring. Um, so Mahatma Gandhi definitely was one of the people that I looked up to as a kid. Um, we were taught a lot about him and how he chose to fight. You know, his way of fighting was with peace and his weapons of fighting was love. And I was like, how beautiful is that? I want to be that kind of person when I grow up. And, you know, that's where I guess a strong, a huge impact was made in my life with the what the heck was this guy thinking when people were being shot? He was like, embrace it. You know, when people were being whatever, he was like, love them, show them love. Um, so Mahatma Gandhi was somebody that I looked up to as a kid. Then it definitely changed into Michael Jackson because like, who did not want to do the moonwalk? And at that time, it was, he was doing the, you rock my world. So I definitely looked up to that guy. Um, um, yeah, so that's who I looked up to. Uh, don't you feel like people disappoint and hurt so rather not to mix? Um, I don't understand you there, crazy fat unicorn. Um, okay, let's, let's continue. Dumi, what do you do for work? Um, right now, I am a human resource coordinator. Um, yeah, I do people. Like, I'm in the business of people's um, personal personal davas, you know, like I'm the, I'm the secret source. Like people, people come with the most juicy things, guys. Like people come with the most juicy thing. And the reason why I say the workplace is like high school all over again is because you see these petty girl fights. You know, this lady said my lunch stinks and now I'm offended. I feel harassed. You know, I, I have to listen to such sometimes on a daily basis. And, you know, um, I have to deal with it. And what makes it really odd is that 
I'm one of the young people in my workplace and I'm working with people who are older, way older than me. And once again, like I find myself like my 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 African culture says that you know an old you have to respect an older person, you know. And the corporate world says that you have to be blunt and age is not a thing. We're not there for age. We're not there for respect. We're there to get the task done. So um, it definitely does become challenging, especially when I have to reprimand older people, when I have to tell somebody older than me that, you know, we are not seeing what you are supposed to be doing. Um, or even when like people come and drop off their CVs um, and they'll tell me the sad story. Um, it, 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 it has gone better over time because I think I've learned now to put on like this emotional condom so that people's emotions are not left, you know, on me. They don't stick onto me. Um, <clears throat> but I've definitely seen and heard some of the most um, painful stories in terms of people coming and saying, look, I haven't had food for two days. You know, I'm really looking for a job and I need your help. And, you know, if you need, you know, even if I can pay you um, 20 or, you know, 30% of my salary for the next three months, just so you can secure me that job. Um, you know, such emotional blackmail um, has been thrown at me at times and I've had to, you know, shield myself and be like, no, um, I'm very fortunate that, you know, I, I got, I was introduced to recovery um, at the time that I was introduced to it, because if I wasn't, I think things would have gone sour. Um, so yeah, um, Sam, Sam asks, what is your dream job? One that doesn't feel like work. I don't know. So like, what would that be? Do I, you? I, I don't know. You know, I, and I say this because of one thing. A part of me, like a part of me is torn between two. The reason why I say that is because like, I love people, you know, I love interacting with people. I love engaging with people. I love socializing, but at the same time, and, and that's where the psychology part comes in the let's help, let's understand, you know, let's, let's, let's heal. Um, and then another part of it is within drama, within, you know, theater, within, um, the entertainment industry where it's like there was a time when one of my dreams was to become like to to, to go into musical theater because Barbara Streisand guys like like she was she was a huge impact um I think one of the most powerful musicals that I've ever watched in my life is called Yentl right um and it's about this girl who grows up in a Jewish family in the old times, you know, and girls at that time were not allowed to go to school. And her dad was teaching her theology in the background and she grows up and then she cuts her hair and she dresses up like a boy and she goes to, you know, to, to, to the synagogue and she studies all these things and she just defies everything that is the norm at the time, you know, and it had such a huge meaning for me because I, I I was going to church at the time and I was seeing all these guys like girls and I was like, but why don't I like girls the way that they do? Why can't I speak to girls that they do? But I love learning and I love understanding and I would question God and then, and then, and then. So um, 
it is torn between two, and I know I've kind of drifted away from the question, but it is torn between, you know, theater, arts, and also psychology and people and, you know, sure. So um, I, I want to ask, like you touched on like active addiction and, and everything, and obviously I've met you through recovery. Um, so I just want to ask a recovery related question. Since being in recovery, what do you feel the most challenging aspect has been? The most challenging one. Um, you know, and I said this in passing earlier on, um, it's going through an emotion. I think that is the, the most hardest thing for me because never before in my life have I had to be honest, not only with other people, but with myself. You know, um, having to be honest with myself that I'm feeling sad, you know, because I'm putting myself down and having to acknowledge that nothing has happened. Nobody has said anything. Um, you know, the, the economy has not shifted my life to a horrible mess, but I've just been cutting myself and killing myself internally and having to acknowledge that I'm the source of my own hurt, um, as well as I'm happy, I'm excited but I don't know why I'm excited. And, you know, the, I'm an overthinker. I'm an over, like, I don't know. It's a blessing and a curse at the same time because I overanalyze a lot of things. So having to understand the, hey, you know, you are in panic right now. And the reason why you are in panic is because you are asking too many questions, calm down, slow down, um, and being honest with myself about it. Um, so going through the, those different emotions um, and being honest about it um, has definitely been a challenge. Uh, definitely, yeah. Right. Then going back to the comments, Sam says, what's your favorite song? Sing it for us. Oh. Please. Oh. My favorite song of all time or like my favorite pop song? Yo, look, guys. If if, if whichever you know, one, I, oh, my favorite song of all time is definitely by Barbara Streisand. Um, like that woman has made a huge impact in my life. Um, she's like that's the geeky side of me being uh, like loving music and loving arts. That's really the geeky side of me. And she says, <sighs> so the the lyrics are. So tell me where, where is it written what it is I'm meant to be, that I can dare to find the meanings in the mornings when I sleep or have a chance to pick the fruit of every tree. So tell me where, where is it written? Where is it written what I'm meant to be? Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to sing it because it's very, it's a, it, the style is very valid. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's a very. I don't don't cry, man. Ask bra. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you cry, bra. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey Jojo, thank you for joining. Um, yeah. So that is that is um my favorite song. Um. It's from, it's from that, it's from that, remember I told you that, that Yentl movie, it's from the Yentl mm -hmm. soundtrack. Um, 
and it 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 literally like it touches on so many points in my life like i said that you know that musical has had a huge impact in my life um i remember when like there's one of the songs where she's like tomorrow night like because she was she was pretending to be a man and in the jewish custom you know once you you, you are in school or once you are learning theology you had to marry a woman so the courtship thing was happening you know and you know she was going to this um girl's house and um she was going there with her friend and she was in love with the friend you know and while she's in love with the friend the friend is there to see the chick right so she then like she's watching this chick fall in love with her friend and she's just asking like so tell me where where no no she's telling she's saying um will someone ever look at me that way you know in all the words in all the books will someone ever look at me that way you know um it's 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 ish ish like that's that's where that's where i i think that's why i'm a i'm a hopeless romantic when it comes to relationship because when i feel i feel with so much depth you know um when i give my when i give my trust in a relationship i give my utmost trust and i become very theatrical in my head about it so um yeah my relationships have been very very musically inclined you know um i would definitely dedicate a song <laughs> to my whole like months and she'd be like what the fuck you know like dude like i get it now i remind you of a girl you know that you once knew but like can we get over it and i'm still at the you remind me of a girl that i once knew see her face whenever i i at you yeah yeah so i'm 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 that person um you know a part of me has i like, know aiden had a question sure <laughs> is, and i think and if i'm reading Ooh. this situation i think i think do me could do me heard that you wanted to ask so now he's like trying to like just... oh, no, no, trying to fucking... <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> Okay, so Kid, we'll get to your question now. Do me, do me, do me. I've got a question for you. Sure. So you know in recovery, Remember how you word it, eh? Yeah. Hey. You know in recovery, right? You're supposed to wait a year. Sure. Yeah, partner, partner, Did you wait a year? Be honest. Yes. I did. You know, get the thing about it. No, 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 no. I'm being, you know, here's one of the things that I, I, I think I, I don't understand about people, um, is the fact that like, no matter how honest I am about this, like I'm not a very sexual being, like I'm honestly not a very sexual being, like as much as I joke about it here and I use it as a pool for people to, you know continue conversations and to drag conversations and expand them you know i'm not a, personally i'm not a very sexual being um even in my relationships you know i'm not very all the time you know i i i personally find it as a very um intimate thing you know um yeah so there've been times where i come back you know like here's one of my struggles as as 
I think as somebody who's literally just opened his, you know, closet and said, hey, guys. Sam, we'll get to your question you know, now. You know, um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm bisexual, you know. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I like both sides of the story. Um, I've been like, there were, there were time, there were defense mechanisms that I would use to kind of fit in with the guys because like mm. guys would talk about sex all the time and I'd be like, okay, now I have to say something like, yo, I really like her boobs, brah. And you know, it was not really because I really liked her boobs, but it was more because of a, I need to defend myself as a man. Um, that competition for feeling um, inferior amongst other men and that competition for dominance, you know, that alpha male thing. So, um, sure. Sorry, huh? I just quickly, like, obviously not everyone is in recovery, so they don't understand when Aiden yeah. said, obviously, when we're in recovery, we have to wait a year. So I just, can I quickly, do you mind if I explain that aspect quick, just oh, so that sure. everyone understands when we when we reference it, okay. So when you come into recovery and you work like the program that we all working, you have to abstain from making any like really life-changing decisions, whether it be marriage, divorce, whatever. Um, you got to abstain from having sex um, because cross-addiction can happen like this. Um, so yeah, so I think just, you know, and, and for like for how I did it, I took that year and I worked on myself. Um, so that's, so Sam, that's just briefly answering your question. Is that just so that there is no cross addiction onto, to something else? Obviously a lot of us are, um, recovering drug addicts. Um, so cross addicting would be very easy for us and becoming addicted to sex can also be one of them cross addictions <laughs> and and just to add on to that yeah. you know um when when in recovery um you become very vulnerable because you are at your most raw form with your emotions you know mm. um you, you like i said you know when you when when ashley asked me about um what's the diff what's the most challenging thing about being in recovery and i said you know it's going through emotions so you when you feel something it's very raw because at its core and that's why i use that core so much because it's at its core so the reason why it's kind of advised to stay away for a year is because if you feel love you feel it at its core and you might be oh. meeting somebody who is not at the same level as you and if they break your trust and they break your um understanding so just updates in the comments um if they understand go, go like if they break what your understanding of love is you know it could read it could lead to you relapsing and using again because how could you you know i trusted you and you said you'd call at nine and at nine you don't call it means you're cheating on it. so your emotions are very raw so let's get to a point where we take a year to just focus on you being you and you understanding yourself first and learning to love yourself. And just on that, um, I think for me, like the, the whole year thing, you know, um, it went really quick in the sense that like, there was a time when I was like, I was flipping feeling like a bunny. I was like horny all the time. And I was like, I want to get into a relationship. I want to get into a relationship. But 
you know, the, 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 the truth about it is that I wasn't ready, you know. Um, I was told by different people that like, hey man, try this app, go on to this, go on to that, you know, try dating this person. And, you know, I'll be so disappointed by just the, you know, the rawness that people came with some, like, and, and, and I've always dated girl in, girls in my life. You know, I've had a secret lover um, in, 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 in my bisexualness or in my love for males as well. And I've never explored that. And, you know, when I tried exploring it, I was rushing it very, very much. You know, I, I went on to an app called Grinder. My God. Those people, they just want to meet and have sex. Just meet and have sex. <laughs> right? And, and here's, the, here's the thing. Like, here's the thing about, here's the thing I love about women right women don't just want to meet and have sex and like leave you know men, men are naturally physical beings we are naturally physical beings so can you imagine two people who are just physical who just want to have that thing and leave you know and i'm a bit of a softie because i'm like i said i'm a romantic and i and i love going through the emotions with you and telling you that you know before we do that. I want to kiss you in the rain, you know, with the feelings that I get. I don't care if I get wet, but I just want you to kiss me in the rain. And then there's somebody who just says, let's meet at the park. Mm -mm, mm -mm. So um, that is something that really scared me. And I'm glad that, you know, I had the opportunity to go through an entire year of being told, wait, don't rush it, you know, because if I did rush it, I would have hurt myself. Um, I would have lost my asgenity and I don't think I ever want to do that. Fucking all that. Brilliant. So, Jimmy. You know, let me just... <laughs> do you yes 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 carry on look carry on you know guys let me just say this you know um i really love pillow talk and the reason why i i personally have such a, a, a strong passion for pillow talk is because you know this has become a platform where i've built so many strong friendships um and <laughs> this is literally me like you know other people come out wherever other people come out wherever i've come out like i've come out in my recovery and i felt mm. that space is safe and this is the mm. second place where i'm actually being very open about who i am because i feel that you know you guys are people that i trust you guys have become people that i love and you guys have become people that um are definitely my family so why would i not let you guys know you know who i am mm. and what type of person i am and that's kind of the reason and i love why that Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's kind of the reason why, um, you know, it's so easy for me to be like, guys, this is who I am and be very frank about it. Um, I've, 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 like, I've been in so many fake relationships in, in, at some point in my life where I was just dating someone because I don't want to come across as that guy who doesn't have a girlfriend. And it hurts the other people and it hurts the other person. And, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't want to put anybody through that anymore. I want to be very open and honest about myself. 
and you know i'm 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 like i say guys you know i think this you know this idiot right here i don't know if you guys can see it but this idiot right here this one here this idiot here has literally been a pillar of strength for me because we talk about everything everything you know and and um yeah i'm i'm really blessed i'm really blessed to have you know such a friend in my life somebody that i can really say this is my friend um like yeah yeah um diego we've all been friends for just over a year now um i've known dumi for over a year i've known aiden for about two years um and everyone on pillow talk is just you know the family's growing but what i want to say dumi is i remember the first time you and i and jojo we sat in the car you know and you opened up about this and you know it was just it was like surface base um and you know the more comfortable you get the more you open up and i think like i've gotten to know you a little bit more than i ever have i didn't even know you were 30 and i've known you for how long um <laughs> you know so like i just <sighs> You know, so I just, I think it's awesome. And, and the fact that you touched on how Pillow Talk not only helps us as, you know, the members of, of Pillow Talk or whatever you want to call it, but, you know, how many other people have been touched and have, you know, this pl platform has helped them. I think it's really, really awesome. And I think, like, I know you said last night that, you know, you just threw this in as a, you know, let's do it. And, and it became something real. You know, us getting to yeah. doing everything this week of getting to know someone. And um, so I just want to say thank you for being, you know, your true self and, and your, you know, sticking to who you are and not caring what anyone else thinks, no matter what judgments or whatever. Um, so I think like that is really awesome. And I think, you know, especially in today's society, coming out and being your true self is a lot difficult then you know like we spoke about we spoke about this the last time as well but um on, on a lighter note do you or do you not kiss on the first date <laughs> i i like be careful I, because I, I, I don't the fucking answer to this <laughs> no but i've touched on this guys. you what and i've said this I've touched, like, I've, said, I've, I've, I know I've the answer to that, so you must be careful. <laughs> I've, but I've spoken about this before. Like, you know, like, like, how do I say this? Here's the problem, right? I've, I've watched a lot of romantic movies growing up in to some degree. And, you know, I'd watch how, you know, suddenly here's this beautiful girl and here's this guy. And then the camera zooms in. And then they were sitting far apart and then suddenly they are here and then they look into each other's eyes and it's, <laughs> and it's you know, and, and, you know, in, on my first dates, that shit never happened. You know, I, I literally have to, snow. you know, then be like, and sometimes the girl will push me away. Um, so, so it, 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 like, it's a yes and no thing. Um, there are instances where I have kissed on the first date um, and you know that was me being very 
upfront and being very, I want to see what's going to happen. So, you know, um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm also very shy, you know, um, and what I mean by that, you know, especially around girls, because those are the people that I've dated so far, you know, um, it's been very difficult for me to, like, I've been, like, whenever I'm with a girl and I really like her, a lot of questions go in my head, especially because I'm an overthinker, because I sometimes ask, what would another guy be doing? You know, is it mm. my place to hold her? Should I do it? Shouldn't I do it? You know, there's so much second guessing that goes on in there. So, so in most cases, I don't really kiss because I'm looking at the... I've, I've, I've got a lot of female friends around me and I've heard a lot of stories around, um, yeah. yeah, no, he was such a jerk. He tried to kiss me on the first date. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. So all of those things have had a huge impact, which meant that I kind of then, you know, don't want to be too forward and I don't want to come across as a jerk because I am a softie, you know, like I, I really want, when I really like someone, I really want them to, you know, feel comfortable around me and feel like things are not being rushed and feel the gentle side of it. And yeah, apparently those are the boring types because girls like bad boys. So I've never been a bad boy. Okay, I'm lying, I have, but I I, I wasn't lucky when I was that bad boy. <laughs> Don't let that get me started on stories, okay? So, Dumi, I'm looking at the time now, and I'm going to to give you the closing question, if you if you're okay with that. Um, sure. And that would obviously be what we've asked everyone that has come on to Pillar Talk this week is. We're all sitting on a bench one day when we're old and grey and we've got grandkids running around. And what would be what would what would you want your legacy to be? Um, I, <laughs> I think I think you know one of the most challenging questions that I've asked, like I've asked this to everyone. Um, because for me, it, it's a very difficult one. Um, I've looked at my life from the time when I was a kid and I thought, you know, adults had got it figured out, you know. And when I was in my teens, I was told you're too hormonal, like, you know, and I thought the youth had got it figured out. And now when I'm in my youth, I look at people who are way older, in their 50s, and it looks like they've got their lives figured out. And, you know, I, I then sometimes look back and I think there's a kid who's looking at me and thinking, I've got it all figured out. You know, I think the greatest impact I would love to have on any, and even if it's just one person, um, it's just to be certain about who they are, you know, being okay with the fact that you are the biggest discovery that you will ever have, you know. You, can, you will never be able to figure yourself out. You will never know yourself to the fullest. You are a constant discovery of yourself. Self, you know. So it's okay to, you know, find and figure yourself out as you grow. You know, there is no one person who's got life figured out. Sure, you may, you know, yeah. you may be born to a certain lifestyle and you may be born to a certain whatever. And to the outside person, it seems as though You've got it all figured out. But the reality of it is you are a constant journey for yourself and you are a constant discovery for yourself. And it's okay to be figuring that out, you know, 
I'm being present with this is who I am at 22 and I'm okay being 22. You know, this is who I am at 30 and I'm okay with 30. Um, mm. So yeah, yeah, I guess that's it. And they would Thanks. be all gray at that porch. They would be all gray at that porch. <laughs> um, I think it's, I think, you know, like, I love hearing, listening to you talk, whether we're on live, whether we, you know, sitting in person and having a cup of coffee. Um, like you've just, you touch on so many, like I said earlier, is that, you know, you talk about the good, you talk about the highs, you talk about the lows, and like there's always an inspiration when you speak. And I, and I, I don't think, like I, I personally am very grateful that I get to have you in my life. That sometimes when I can't draw inspiration from myself, I can listen to one of you guys and I can be like, okay, I now know where I'm going. Um, like I feel, and I, I can say exactly what what Sam says that you're an amazing human being, and I don't think you should oh, ever you like, ever ever change. Whether I mean whether we've got the quiet dummy or we've got like you know, the singing dummy or the, like. You know, I think it's just you're such a beautiful soul. Um, you Thank know, and you, so you like you've you. you've touched a lot on how Aiden has been your pillar of strength. Um, and and I don't think you actually realize what a pillar of strength you've been for us. Oh, um, guys, you guys are making me cry. <laughs> so I'm I'm very I'm very happy that you know the like I've seen the live has gone up to there were 16 people. In, in the live just now and I think that's the highest we've ever 19. been on Pillow Talk up to 19 so that's the highest we've ever been so freaking well done um crazy fat corn unicorn no I can't I, what is your real name <laughs> I can't say that name Mary crazy Mary, fat corn I unicorn because, <laughs> I said before you Mary I, I refuse <laughs> her name is I think it's Mariska or Marissa, um, but Crazy Fat Unicorn is Marissa. Marissa, yes. Um, we are from Alberton. We're based in Alberton, but I'm from New York. Um, originally oh, from yeah. <laughs> No, of course. Just like your uncle was Robert Mugabe here. Fucking <laughs> So, um, one thing that I did not say, guys, one thing that I did not say, um, this is actually a secret and nobody should know. Because, like, you know, you know, political vendettas can come against me. Um, I'm actually from a royal family. Um, my dad and Robert Mugabe are brothers. My dad and Robert Mugabe are twins. So I was brought to South Africa to come and study. He's lying. So that I can bring, <laughs> so that I can bring um, you know, no democracy. He took the biggest load of bullshit. And you know what, like... You know what, like, I feel like it's so nice that you, like, you, you, like, you're joking around like this, because this is how he is, even when we're all together. Um, and then sometimes you don't even know if he is talking shit, um, or if he is really just, like, telling the truth. But, guys, I hope, I hope you have drawn as much inspiration and have really, and my auntie is Dolly Parton. <laughs> Okay, cool. I'm going to let Zakir jump in quickly. Um, he wants to jump no in problem. the box. Um, to me, thank you very much, bruh. Um, yo, thank you so much. Fucking... My brother. 
Hola, 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 hola. Um, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I, I just got one, one, one last question. Is that the curveball question? No, really fucking ask the curveball question. Oh, what's your craziest sexual experience in the bedroom, seen as you asked me that the other day? Oh my, guys. Baba. Sure, sure. No, let me answer this. Let me answer this once. Let me answer this once Zakili's joining. So, you know, guys, like I, I have said that movies have had a huge impact in my life. Um, and I've watched movies where people are having sex in the car. <laughs> it's not that easy. It's there's this thing called a handbrake and a gear. It has been so awkward because now legs need to maneuver and you know like back seats need to so that was the like that is Can we just the accept the key there, please? I have, I have it says connecting on my side. Um oh, okay. Yeah. So that is so funny. Yeah, I think that is like yeah, it, it it's definitely hard. Like I like we tried it, shame and like you know the poor girl like left. Thanks, Aiden, for sending Jimmy the tick the <laughs> gifts. Thank you for the gifts. Thank you so much for the gifts, Aiden. Um, thank you to everybody else that has sent gifts, guys. Thank you. We really, really appreciate it. And guys, let's welcome um Diego to Pillow Talk. Diego, welcome and thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, well for joining done, us. Diego. Um, um while we're waiting for the kids to come on, who is on a hot seat tomorrow? Um tomorrow well. Well, I've been, I've been, I've been looking forward to this one because, like, wow, Samantha, uh, yeah, yeah, get ready, get ready. <laughs> did you see she did her first TikTok today? No, no, Sam, I'm. Why oh was, my gosh! When Jimmy, uh, when you see it, oh <laughs> my word, Sam, I'm. Sam, I'm really are you? Excited. Um, Sam, she can do Sunday. Oh. Okay, Sam, it's not a problem. Um, it means that tomorrow, then we are doing a crazy fact unicorn. Marisna, you ready? Get ready, Marisna. You are on tomorrow. Hi, ah, Zakir. Um, Zakir, Hello. how are you, man? Is it me? Hello. Hi, 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 hi. I can see it how's in your eyes. How's everyone doing? Um... We're awesome, awesome talk evening for you. Um, Q and A. Um, do me just one question for you. Um, <clears throat> where was it now? Okay. Um, you were the founder of Peloto, correct? No, like no, yes, I'm not the founder. It, it, it's, it's a unanimous thing. You know, guys. If I'm being very honest about how Peloto came about. It was a, a, a bunch of friends who were really excited about TikTok. And we were like, let's do this, you know. And when one of us had the opportunity to go live, we just jumped all in and gave all our efforts. And it was not about a individual, you know, one particular individual. Um, we all share the same goal of, you know, being connected to so many other people and making that impact. So I, I, I would love to say it's me. Because, like, I need to go to Hollywood and, like, I yes, need press in my life. Like to, but, like, yeah. it, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> All the light likes to be on you. 
as we can see there. <laughs> so now to me, yes. um, awesome evening again. Very Thank awesome. So um, like I like Ash also said, there was I was like watching the viewers and I saw like, yeah, it's growing, it's growing, and up to sixteen people. You you were the how can I say now? You were the limelight of tonight. <laughs> That is so. That is so much pressure. That is so much pressure. So, and and so, and you. You are saying. You know this. The scary thing about it, Zakir, is that you know I I I'm I don't want it to be a me thing. You know, it's 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 yep, a yep, our yep. thing. You know, um, I don't want it to feel like it's a competition of more people on the line because it's just more people that we are yes, all gathering yes, yes, yes. and more people that we are connecting with as a unit rather than me. Because if it's about me, guys, I'm going to tell like I'm going to tell you about me and blah blah blah. But you know, it honestly is a unanimous effort. Um it definitely has to do with you guys interacting and you guys sharing the lives as well. Um how you guys have been quick to ask questions and so on and so forth. So it, it, it's a unanimous thing. It's definitely not just me alone, but um, I'm I'm really humbled by that statement and that question, and yeah, yeah. Always awesome. Always. So, awesome. It, like Zakir, when when we started this, it was literally five of us, and um, every night we go live. There's just another person that that joins. Like, I mean, it's it's been absolutely. Amazing to see the the growth that Pillow Talk has yeah. had in the last month. Um, really, it has I think been that so. The 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 you know sorry to cut you, Ash. One of the most amazing things no, about no what 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 we what we push on Pillow Talk is that you know we are living an honest program. You know, and and you know it's it's very funny because in the honest program on social media, people are very manipulative. People are very, um, you know, numbers-based and very, we want follow for followers, but after two weeks, people unfollow you because people want mm, to be stars. Mm. And we're not about that. You know, we still yep. continue to live this honest program, even on social media. And, you know, that has been what makes Pillow Talk fun because, you know, when we say you are a part of us, you truly become a part of us. And we hope that everybody has felt that. Um you know, it's, it's a young pity that Donna's not in tonight because, like, guys, I, I've got a ring, you know, like, I was going to propose, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, I but... think that's why Donna, Donna decided, okay, wait, um, the, the live is late tonight. So, oh, wait, 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 wait. To me, she is bringing a ring to the party. So, I think she decided, no, 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 no. <laughs> You know, I, I, um, I Christy, um, would have I'm not, I'm not too sure what time we're going live to, tomorrow, but um, majority of the time it is half past eight. Um, but if not half past eight, then it should be latest half past nine on the weekends. Yeah. Um, it's just the Friday and Saturday lives that we just have to change the times, um, because of prior commitments. But otherwise, it's half past eight every other night. Yeah. Um, I, I I would have loved to use this opportunity as well to you know, um, and you guys you guys are my witnesses now, 
um, you know, there wasn't there was a day when we were on a live, and I've seen the impact that this has had on this person. Um, when you know, I was I was on the live and I was asking someone, and you know, it it, it came across as I was being, you know, I embarrassed her, and that was not my intention. And I've seen how you know she's carried that hurt, and she's said she's forgiven. Um, and, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I would really love to just apologize to her. And I know that Crazy Pet Unicorn will definitely sing the song for me to her. That I really am sorry. It has never been my intention to hurt anyone. Um, it has never been my intention to embarrass anyone. That has never been my intention. Um, you know, if anything, I'm, I'm, here's, here's, the, here's the irony. Um, I'm fighting for unity, you know. That is my that is my war. I would love to have more of us connect. And you know, if ever I push anybody or if ever anything that I say offends you in any way, I am um, not the dictionary of emotions. I'm not the dictionary of facts. So I am human, and I will be wrong at times. And I apologize sincerely. Um, one of the people that you know was I think had a huge what what you know was Mr. Stark and Mr. Stark came in and you know he he was huge you know I really enjoyed having the guy on the chats and you know there was a day where you know it became about we don't know you you are refusing to let us in in your world and yet we are opening so much about our lives and our world and we've told you so much about ourselves and yet you are just refusing to show us who you are you know it became such a huge thing that because I love my friends so much and I love my family that I'm trying to, you know, ensure that we continue being united. You know, I was the one who exposed them to Mr. Stark. My defenses came up and I was like, hey, but if you are refusing to show yourself to us, then we cannot continue with you. And, you know, I've reached out to him personally outside and, you know, clearly he is not interested in becoming a part of us. And that is part of the journey. You know, it's part of growing mm -hmm. because, you know, we will meet people and we won't always, you know, have the same journey Click. with people. So it is. It so, is, what it um, is. So, sorry, Dumi, I see Diego's asking, um, can anybody join Pillow Talk? And is it every night? So Diego, anyone can join our family. Like we have got big big arms you know like we can like extend our arms quite far and give big you know so yes anyone can join um normally we go live monday wednesday friday or saturday <laughs> and then friday or saturday and then sunday um so the friday or saturday is something that we would confirm um but yes so it's it's just this week that we decided to go live every day of the week to give someone, put someone in the hot seat, get to know them. Um, but yeah, what we normally do is we normally share the live to everyone that we know normally comes into into Pillow Talk. Um, and then once we go live, we'll share the live with them. And then that way you get the notification that we are live. Yes. Um, guys, where is Diego? Where is Diego? There we go. Diego, I hope I have followed you. There we go. I have definitely oh, no. just followed you, Diego. Um, you are a private account, Diego. I, 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 but I've sent you a follow request and I trust that the other guys in the family will also just start following I've you. I've done it too. Um, we do support one another and with every stuff that we do, 
Um, I've seen some of um, Christy Footwear's work, um, and I've just loved it. Um, I've seen some of, uh, yeah, I've seen some of the guys' works, and I've I've definitely loved their work. Um, So, you know, we are a supporting family. We support each other's work. We do lives, we share, we comment on each other's stuff, um, just to show that we are growing together. Um, with that being said, guys, Jimmy, do you want me to host up? tomorrow? Please, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, are, are we doing? Are we putting Crazy Fat Unicorn on the hot seat, or or when is Jojo coming onto the hot seat? Is she coming on to the hot seat? We need to get her consent, and I think you know what, you know what, we need to get Jojo on this hot seat. I don't know. I don't know. We, 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 okay. guys, what is your take on this? But we need to get, I, I definitely agree. Um, okay. I don't know. Maybe we can crazy push fat to the uni- Crazy fat. Okay, cool. <laughs> crazy fat corn unicorn. I can't say. Marisna, sorry. Are you okay? With- <laughs> Are you okay with going onto the hot seats? I'm sure. Get Jojo. Okay. Okay. Wait. So we've done me. Aiden, Zakir, Donna, you, and Donna. Donna. So we've done five lives tonight. Yeah. Okay, look, if Jojo is not comfortable with doing tomorrow, we will skip tomorrow's live. Maybe I'll go live during the day, like I did last week, um, and just have like a Saturday chat session and then go live on Sunday again. And then we'll we'll figure out who we're going to hot seat. I can just let me know. I will. We'll DM you. Bye bye. There's the time. <laughs> and the time has finally come to show all the, the people they love you. What is that? Or- the orange. Orange. What is that? Is it a it's lemon or orange? orange? Guys, this it's is the lemon. It's a lemon. No, it's not. It's a lemon. Um, Diego, if you don't know, please be on my side here. We've been I we've been arguing is be more ah oh, man you've been very silent tonight man but thank you yeah. so much um we would love to also have you on the hot seat so if you would love to be on the hot seat please do let us know guys it is two minutes to eleven um I've got my makeup that I need to wipe off um my contour line let me just show you guys um I usually remove this before I sleep. Uh, There's no nothing I do me. Good night, beautiful humans. You know the concealer. I need to remove concealer out of my mouth, out of my nostrils. Otherwise, um, I'm going to have bad skin. Um, but guys, thank you so much to everybody that has joined. Um, it has awesome, definitely awesome. been. Jody, you have been very silent. We would love to know if we are doing you tomorrow for the for the, for the hot seat. My phone is just refusing. Good night. There we go. Beautiful peoples. Lots of loves Guys, and you so we'll communicate to tomorrow when we're going live. Definitely. It has been amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, thank you so much to everybody that has joined. Um, and please do join us again on Anchor as on Spotify. Episode of Pillow Talk. It has been amazing. Have a beautiful, beautiful night. And like every other live, um, 
I always want to end with just to, pretending to be talking like people do and the news and continuing yabbering. Good night, Sam. Good night, Fairy Fat Unicorn. Um, BMO says he's making preparations to go to Cape Town for holiday. Please do enjoy. Have a blast. Guys, be safe during this time. Um, drive safely. Zipozake, thank you so much for joining. Unfortunately, it is the end of the live. Um, good night, guys.